24-7 Live Culture, the network. This is the 24-7 Live Culture Podcast with your host, Omar Cook. Man, that just got me hyped. We gotta run that back. Hold on. 24-7 Live Culture, the network. This is the 24-7 Live Culture Podcast with your host, Omar Cook. Hey, it's God's plan. If I don't get you up and ready to go, I don't know what will. I want to thank you guys for tuning in to the very first episode of the 24-7 Live Culture Podcast. I am your host, Omar Cook. I am also the creator and editor of 247LiveCulture.com. If you guys haven't checked out the site, it's dope. We've got everything from sports fashion, lifestyle, new music. We've also got some pretty cool interviews with some up-and-coming music artists, young entrepreneurs, and some of the best young athletes across the country. Man, it's a blessing just to be able to talk to you guys through this podcast. I don't know if this would have even gotten off the ground without the inspiration from my own mother who has her own podcast called Power 365, Phenomenal Woman Wednesday. Um, that's P-W-W-R. It's uh, Dr. Saran Tucker. Make sure you add the doctor. She earned that. It's crazy to see how this brand is growing and um, just expanding each and every day. And I'm only as good as the team that's behind me. I've got a dope team of writers from across the country and beyond. I just wanted to shout out each and every person that's made this possible. Uh, James T. He's a music writer out of Atlanta. Uh, Danielle Lane, a lifestyle writer out of Trinidad and Tobago. Uh, Devin A. Marshall, she's a music and lifestyle writer out of New Orleans. She has her own site called devinthecity.com. Uh, Alyssa Cole, she's a lifestyle writer out of Maryland. She also has her own site called blackgirlwisdom.com. Emily Ann Brown, she's a natural hair writer out of Toronto, Canada. Abina George, she also has her own site called thoughtsparse.com. She's a lifestyle writer for our site as well. Paris Hatcher, she's a fashion writer for us. She's out of New Orleans, Louisiana. She also has her own site called WhereSexyMeetsClassy.com. She's also the owner of an online fashion boutique called MyClassyCloset.com. Go check that out. Um, Danielle Wright, she's a sports writer for the site. We also feature other podcasts as well on the site. Alternative Fact Chicago, Smart Mouth Scorpio Podcast. Those are two very good podcasts that are very in tune with uh, current events and, and, and current topics that are going on today. So go ahead and check those out on the site as well. I'm extremely excited with the direction that the network is going in. Uh, last year I was writing for a couple of other sites, uh, BarbersChairDigital.com, uh, TheFanShow.com, and I wanted to do something that was bigger than just sports. And I felt like it was time for me to create my own thing and, and create something that was positive and uplifting for uh, black people and, and to show us doing positive things that otherwise wouldn't be portrayed in the media. You know, sometimes when we're doing things, you know, God will give us signs that, that'll, that'll make things uncomfortable for us. <laughs> and um, I don't want to say it became uncomfortable, but it just became uh, 
it just became evident that it was time to venture out and, and, and do something new. And um, I remember one night I was talking with uh, Paris Hatcher, who's the fashion uh, writer for the site, and we basically were just going through ideas and names and um, basically really putting it into motion. And I remember buying the domain for the site, and that made it real. And so I'm just extremely thankful for how far we've come from nothing. You know, this is from scratch. And uh, just to see it turn into what it's turning into is such a blessing. And I'm just thankful for everybody that's had their hand in it and everybody that supports the network. 24-7 Live Culture was created as a platform for young creators, um, writers, podcasters, uh, people that are trying to build their brands and basically come together to build something bigger than themselves. Um, you know, we... We see the artists on the site, the the athletes, the entrepreneurs. Everybody's doing big things, positive things, and um, it's gonna be crazy to see how these people come from these these interviews from where they're starting now. And you never know, we might have artists on here who might turn into Beyonce one day. So you might want to keep track of who we're talking with. <laughs> You know, as a network, that's that's kind of our niche. We want to be the site that that brings you all of the, all of the hottest young artists um, that are out right now that you may not know about. Uh, we want to talk with the athletes that you probably wouldn't be able to talk with on a daily basis, and we want you to to deliver the content that is positive that you wouldn't be able to read on other news sites. Uh, we want to be a source a source for our culture, and um, I believe that's the direction that we're going in. And I'm excited to see how we continue to grow. I titled this first episode of the podcast Genesis for the main reason that it's the first chapter in the Bible, and that's where God created the world. And I'm just so thankful that God was able to give me creative idea to put this network together to be something that was positive and motivating, and this is only the beginning. So today on the podcast, we're going to talk with our artist of the week, Nomi. She's a hot new R&B artist out of Texas. We're also going to talk with high school football phenom Zarin Manley. Zarin is one of the best high school football players in the country, and I can't wait to bring you guys these interviews so that you guys can hear from some motivating people and see what they're doing. And towards the end of the podcast, we'll get into some of the content that's on the website that comes from our team of writers. It's got dope content. You guys can go ahead and read about it, and then we'll close this out and get ready for week two. Right now, we're going to take a brief intermission, and when we come back, we're going to speak with high school phenom Zarin Manley. to the show right now is high school football phenom Zarin Manley. Zarin is one of the best young high school football players in the country. Zarin is a rising senior out of Upland, California and is already committed to the University of California to play football. This kid has racked up some big time offers from the University of Missouri, Boise State, BYU, and Arizona State just to name a few. Zarin, welcome to the show, man. Thanks for having me. Appreciate it. No doubt, no doubt. Hey, so Zarn, uh, our first question, man, we're going to talk about some of your goals. What's uh, what's some of your goals that you have for the season? We know that you had a big season last year. You're a three-star prospect. Uh, what are you looking to do for this upcoming year? Um, with a new team, um, I just plan to really just make a mark on the defense. Uh, we're a very strong um, defensive core, and I just want to really stand out. And on top of that, um, last year I had a lot of pass breakups. I finished off with two interceptions, but this year I definitely want to focus on 
um, getting turnovers, forcing more turnovers, and turning my um, pass breakups into interceptions, and um, just making really you know big time plays. Um, not only in big time moments, just just throughout the whole game, you know, just be really just a, a force to be reckoned with on the field. Uh, that's one of my biggest goals, just to really dominate um, the game on the defensive side of the ball for this year. Absolutely. And so last year you were playing at Damien High School, uh, and so now you're going to be at Upland, correct? Yeah. So why um, why the transfer from Damien to Upland um, this late in your career? Um, I just wanted a more of a challenge, and uh, Upland is a you know a powerhouse school, and on top of that, you know we play better competition. Our schedule is much tougher, and in practice, I'll, I'll, I'm, I'm challenged a lot more. Um, we have a lot of D1 guys on our roster, and especially our receivers. So, in practice, me playing cornerback, um, we have a lot of top receivers. So I'll be tested in practice, and um, you know, the receivers I go against in practice aren't are going to be better than those that I go against in the game. So um, that would definitely give me an edge, and it will also prepare me for college ball. So that's why. You know, chose to make the, the switch. Absolutely. And you've picked up some big-time offers, and um, you've absolutely picked up an offer from Stanford University as well. Um, so explain uh, why the early commitment to University of Cal. Um, it, just, it just felt right. Um, I was in contact with Cal really early before I was even known, before I had any offers, and um, I have a close relationship with my uh, positions coach in uh, Jared Alexander, Coach Jared Alexander from Cal. And, um, you know, he's been following me for a long time and kind of grew that bond. And the whole coaching staff is, is really great. Um, great school, great academics, great atmosphere. Um, just a great university institution in which I feel can uh, really uh, – it's, it's just a good place, a good situation for me to be in. So. Absolutely. That's a good deal. Now you were now you were a soccer player for about ten years. Um, how has the transition been from soccer to to football? Um, you know, the two different games. Um, soccer definitely helped me help preparing for football. Really, um, the feet. Um, you have to have good feet for soccer, and in, in my position, that definitely helps me with corner. You gotta have good feet as well, good hips, and. Um, soccer definitely prepared me for that. They're two different games. You know, soccer isn't <laughs> nearly as physical, so that was kind of a, a learning curve that I had to get used to. Um, but, um, you know, something that I'm definitely getting better at and um, responding well to, and you'll definitely see that in my game this year for sure, um, as far as tackling and getting off blocks and things like that. Um, but, yeah, soccer definitely prepared me for football, and it, it was a smooth transition. Absolutely. Now, uh, who are some of your favorite players or influences that, that help you to be not only a better player but a better person? Um, for, for players, uh, definitely I watch I, just, I watch a lot of, like, tape. Like, whoever's the top player, I just watch their tape. You know, what parts of the game can I incorporate into minds? Um, I watch Jalen Ramsey a lot. Um, you know, we kind of have similar height, um, similar uh, similar builds. You know, he's bigger than me right now, but I, you know, I could grow into his, his type of body. Um, but I like his style of game. He's very physical. 
um, you know, great technique. So I like watching a lot of, of his tape. Um, and that helps influence my game. And then as a person, obviously, you know, my family, um, I have a lot of strong figures in my life, like my mom and my dad, um, you know, who work really hard, tremendously hard to provide for their family. And um, so that definitely, um, yeah, those are the, the big influences. Um, Absolutely. Absolutely, and if 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 you know the people turn on your film, they can definitely see the resemblance to Jalen Ramsey. You you guys have both the height and the size, and uh, definitely you can see how your game translates to that. Um, what are some of the things that you have to do to remain at the top of your game? Um, uh, just um, watch a lot of film. Um. On, on the opponents that you play against, you know, that, that really gives you an edge. And uh, a weight room is important. That's something that I, I was I was slow to, that I didn't really like, but I'm starting to really enjoy it. Um, once you start seeing results, you know, it's really cool. So weight room and then uh, feeding your body right, getting, getting sleep. Something I still need to work on, getting sleep is important. And just, yeah, treating your body right, make sure you're, you're healthy and um, no injuries and things like that. And also training um, beyond practice for, you know, technique. You know, always got to sharpen up your technique and stuff. So that's really important. So those are the main things. Absolutely. Well, we'll definitely be look on the lookout for you. Uh, the people will be on the lookout for you. And uh, we're excited to see what you do this season, man. Thank you for joining the podcast. And uh, we'll be keeping up with you, big dog. Thank you. I appreciate it, appreciate it, um, thank, and thank you for having me. No doubt. When we come back, we'll be hearing from our Artist of the Week, R&B singer Nomi. Take a listen to her new song, See You, featuring Vontae. What did he do? It's the way you look me in the eyes, it's hypnotizing, babe. And ooh, with you is where I want to be like every day. This feeling won't fade. All right, joining our podcast today is R&B artist Nomi. She's a uh, new up-and-coming artist out of Texas. Nomi, thank you for joining the show. Hey, hey, what's up? I'm so glad to be a part of this. Thank you for having me. No doubt. Now, Nomi, uh, how long and how did you get started making music? You know, that's a funny question because I've been wanting to do music for a very long, long time, my whole life. I am now 21 years old, and I didn't start till about three months ago. Um, I just started writing. I don't know. I've sang my whole life. I've been a part of choir um, in middle school. I did a year in high school, um, but I just started writing something. You know, I was like, finally, like, let me just write something down. I was sort of in the moment, and I was writing my first single missing you that I released three months ago um but um I wrote I wrote that pretty quickly I just wrote down a feeling and then I went from there found a beat and then that was the first product that I had so now I am building upon that growing from that so it was very fun but I just cannot believe how long it took me to actually write my first song I didn't know it would come like that naturally that easy essentially it's just putting down what you feel and putting it 
in your own way, like singing it in your own way, expressing how you feel on top of a beat. It's just, I didn't think it would be that easy per se, but it does get a little complicated with some things when you're trying out some new flows. Absolutely, absolutely. Now, as an up-and-coming artist, who are some of your biggest influences in the industry right now? Oh my gosh, there's so many. Um, for entertainment-wise and music-wise, Beyonce will always be at the top. Um, the way she performs, entertains, she's always outdoes herself, and that is an inspiration to myself. Um, one day, you know, I want to be in arenas, entertain, because I also dance. Um, I'll be showing that in a couple of my other um, projects that I have releasing pretty soon. But I would say Beyonce, SZA, uh, her, um, Janae. Thank you. I may have totally said that wrong, but I promise you I know all her music. Um, <laughs> Alina Barrez is a really, really big, huge influence. I love listening to her clothes. Um, Erica Badu, Bryson Tiller. There's just so many. There's too many to name, but those are some of the main artists that I would say that are in my playlist. Those are some great artists to look up to. And um, you actually dropped your first music video to your song, uh, See You, featuring Vontae. Um, what are, what was your in, your inspiration behind making this video, and how did you link up with uh, the artist Vontae to make this song? So, as far as inspiration goes, I am so big at creating, just kind of thinking outside of the box and creating like a sort of visual that I'm going for. So, for CU, I kind of look at the words. The main thing is I'm trying to see CU has to be, you know, in a car and at a destination. So I was like, what's the more perfect location than downtown Austin? I was like, I want the view in the background. I want it all to just be a visual. And I think for, I've learned a lot from that video. I know what I want to do and I know what I've learned from and what I can grow from from that video. And I think the next products that I come out with are going to be so much better. But I love making my first music video with Vontae to see you. And Vontae actually was with me when I was writing my music and I was just kind of like, do you want to be on this track? And he was like, I mean, yeah, he doesn't have any problem with having on any tracks um, that I actually uh, asked him of. So he was very nice and it, was, it took us a matter of two days to record my song. So that was actually pretty amazing that we had um, good chemistry as far as our lyrical um, flows and everything. It was great working with him. I actually have another song coming out that it will be featured on my EP. That's dope, and that's good to hear. Now, as a as a newer artist, what's something that people should know about you and your music? Um, people should know that everything I sing about, it's a little secret, you know, everything I sing about is a little piece of what I'm going through. Um, I like to make it relatable. Like, I can't sing about anything that I'm not going through, so... When people ask me, oh, I should sing about this, oh, I should sing about that, I can't necessarily do that because I don't specifically go through it. So I just find things in my life that I go through, and I kind of express it in my own way. So I just say people really should know that I am my own person, and I'm going to express every situation the way that I view it in my perspective. But I just want to make it relatable towards people because... Whether you think it or not, there's someone out there that's going through the same thing as you, so you just got to be comfortable and trust within yourself over what you're riding with, because a lot of people can end up relating even though you don't think necessarily they might. So I just want to know that I'm very true to myself and my music. Absolutely, absolutely. That sounds great. Now, what projects can people look forward to seeing from you in the future? So I have 
my first EP coming out. It is going to be called Recovery, and I've been working on it for about two months, and I was actually going to put CU on there, things I had on SoundCloud, but I'm just kind of like, you know what, it's summer, it's, it's a new season, I've learned so much from, you know, writing the three songs that I have and growing from that, I'm just kind of like, I'm just going to put a whole new project down, I'm not even going to put the other songs that I've already put out on there, so it's uh, going to be called Recovery, like I was saying, and it's going to kind of tied to my life, like, I hit a very dark place in my life, and whether it's um, me going through something, I'm just going to kind of write down my own experiences through my life and kind of make them relatable, because everything that I go through was a part of my recovery, like, I've learned and grown from each situation that I've been through, Um, so I'm very excited for that project to come out. Um, I've also learned never to put a time frame on an EP, because you don't want to rush music, so I do not know when it's releasing, hopefully summer, it could be next month, it could be two months, but it is going to be coming out, and I'm very, very excited to show the growth to the people that are staying tuned. Well, we are definitely looking forward to listening to your new EP and see what you come with, come out with. Um, what advice... <laughs> What advice would you give to other up-and-coming artists who are trying to get their name out and get their music out there? Um, I think one important thing is have fun. Remember, at the end of the day, this isn't about making money. This isn't about satisfying anybody else. If this is a true passion that you have as an artist, just be comfortable and be, be happy with what you put out. Just know that this is something that you did for yourself at the end of the day. You didn't do this for anyone else, so just... Keep in mind that you're not here to satisfy other people and necessarily make money. Just know that this is for you and it's something really genuine for yourself. So just make sure to remember that as you're going forth with this music stuff. Because it can get very discouraging if you depend on making money, if you depend on, you know, listeners and if you depend on plays. Like, those types of things do not matter at the end of the day. It's what you put out. Everything that comes from it is a benefit. So I would just kind of... Um, Make sure that artists know to remind themselves to have fun and that they're doing this for themselves at the end of the day. Absolutely. That was great advice, and I think that people should take uh, heed to what you just said. We want to thank you for joining the podcast today. That was a dope interview, Nomi, and we look forward to hearing your future projects (laughs) and following your future success. Thank you. Thank you so much, and shout out to you, Omar. Thank you for um, having me here. It was very fun, and I look forward to hearing from you soon. No doubt. Thank you. That was our Artist of the Week, Nomi. You guys can go ahead and check out her full interview. That's on the website. Uh, Let's also talk about some of the other things that are on the website that our team of writers has put together. Some great content is on there. Alyssa Cole talks about four signs that you're dealing with someone emotionally unavailable. We've all dealt with someone that was probably not as committed to the relationship as we would like them to be. She goes on to give examples of the types of people that are emotionally unattached in relationships. Um, There's the freak, the person that will try to engage with you intimately, but fall off when things get a little bit too serious. There's the when I'm free type person, the person that will hit you up, try to hang out with you when it's convenient for them, but when you try to reach out and, and do things with them, they'll make excuses and... It's always on their time. There's the complainer, the person that just can't get over their ex, the person that's still attached emotionally to the past, and they're always 
they're always talking bad about their ex and when you ask questions about the previous relationship they're always they're either angry or you can definitely tell that they're still emotionally attached to that to the past there's the I don't think the I just can't person there's the person that just says I'm not ready for a relationship I don't think I'm ready for I don't think I can commit to a serious relationship uh, these are all types of people that um, we've probably dealt with or if we're being honest We've probably been one one of those people. Um, this is a great article. You guys can go to the website and check it out and leave commentary and let us know what you guys think about it. Abina George talks about Childish Gambino's new song, This Is America, in which he delivers a politically motivated music video where there's a lot of subliminal messaging, talking about some racial undertones and, and some issues that have been going on lately in America. Um, and if we're being real, there's a lot of... Things that have been coming to light, especially with technology, uh, cameras and and recording. Um, there was two black men that were arrested at Starbucks just for waiting on one of their friends for a business meeting. Uh, and they had the cops call on them because they didn't order anything. Uh, since when do you have to go to Starbucks and get the cops called on you because you're sitting there waiting? Uh, there was also an issue at Yale University where a black student was caught sleeping in her common room and a white student called the cops on her because uh, she was obviously disgusted that the black woman was sitting there sleeping in the common room. Uh, there was also an issue where three black women had the police called on them um, after they were leaving their Airbnb. Uh, the neighbor, who was an older white lady, she called the cops on them because they did not smile and wave back at her and basically told the police that they were suspicious. Uh, there was also a group of black women, a group of five in Pennsylvania that was golfing, and the co-owner of the course uh, called the police on them because they were golfing too slow and apparently not abiding by the uh, by the course guidelines. <laughs> um, these are these are real life situations, and uh, it's it's good that we have technology so that people are able to be more aware and 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 see what's really going on because. Uh, stuff like this happens all the time and people just need to be able to acknowledge that this is real and that racism still does exist in America today. So you guys can go ahead and check out um, the article by Abina George. You guys can go ahead and check out the article, uh, Will Racism Ever End? And let us know what you guys think about those. You guys can also check out the music countdown on the website, which features Kate Camp, Ray Schremer, Future, Chance, the rapper, um, and Childish Gambino. Uh, Ray Schremer just dropped a hot album that's pretty dope. It's a triple disc, 27-song album. You guys go ahead and check that out and uh, leave comments and let us know what you guys think about the countdown. We're going to wrap things up today on the podcast. I want to thank you guys for tuning in. Thank you for the guests that came in and interviewed with us. Make sure you guys go to the website, 247liveculture.com. Check out the content. Share it. Comment. Let us know what you guys think. You guys can follow us on all social media at 247LiveCoach, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. It's been a pleasure. I'm your host, Omar Cook, and I'm out. You've listened to the 247 Live Culture Podcast.